0: Hello and a warm welcome back to the Face Yoga Expert podcast. So this week I am sharing an episode where I was the guest and it was on Chakra Girl Radio with Amber Lee Lyons. And many of you will already be familiar with Amber Lee. She's come on the Face Yoga Expert podcast twice. I've now been on her podcast twice because we always have such a beautiful chat and we have so much in common as well, as you will see from this podcast episode. So we talk about everything from my my sun, moon and rising sign, my favourite face yoga poses. We both love the Real Housewives reality TV. So we chat a little bit about that. I go quite in depth about somatic experience therapy, my womb space healing. And then we talk about throat and sacral chakra healing and the connection. We talk about sound therapy. I talk about face yoga for the throat area, Reiki for the throat area. We talk about how to lift and tone your neck how to release tension and stress through jaw massage. I talk a little bit about spiritual awakenings. We talk about the third eye and forehead massage. And also I talk about soul purpose business. And you guys who are regular listeners will already know all about soul purpose business, which is a really huge, huge passion of mine alongside face yoga. It's something which from a very intuitive level, I knew that I needed to share with you guys. And there is so much going on. on, on your soulpurposebusiness.com at the moment. So go and check that out because if you're listening to this prior To 7th of September, then make sure you book a place on my free Zoom session, which is all about how to use your intuition to grow your business. I also have an amazing 10 session be your own brand course coming up, which is self led self study, but it is life changing. It will literally share with you everything I have learned and know to grow and scale my international business and brand over the last 17 years. And it's a Really lovely combination between the strategy structure and using your own intuition. So, I give you everything I know, but I also guide you how to use your own inner knowing. We work through all the main seven chakras and how you can use those to not only help your own wellness, but to really grow your business and make the money you want to. I am also doing, so the third offering, which I know you guys will love, and actually you can do all three of these if you really want to, just jump in and just make that investment in yourself and make that quantum leap and really make big, huge rock star moves, which for me is what 2022 is all about. The third workshop is all about soulful social media success. So I am going to teach you in three hours how to plan one month full of social media content. And I'm going to share with you all my social media secrets and exactly how to bring your authentic self, authentic brand, and really showcase your business so you can make sales in a non-salesy way because who wants icky sales techniques? So lots and lots there for you. If you go to yoursoulpurposebusiness.com, All the information's on there. I know you are absolutely going to love it. Okay, let's get into this week's episode with me chatting to Amber Lee Lyons.
1: For a second time we have one of my favorite people online here with us today. Her name is Danielle Collins. She is the world leading face yoga expert. She is a best-selling author and founder of a brand new soul purpose business which helps women who love wellness grow their brand in a soulful and conscious way. She's trained thousands of people in 50 different countries to become face yoga instructors. You guys that's so many people. She has appeared on many national and international TV shows. She's been in Vogue, Harper's Bazaar, she's a big deal. She has two best-selling books, The Face Yoga Journal, which I go back to all the time, and Danielle Collins Face Yoga. She created her own skin hairline, which I literally use her face oil and gua sha every single day, every morning while I drink my coffee. It's so good. And if that wasn't all enough to make you love her, she's spiritually awakened. She's been such a big you know, supporter of Chakra Girl, which I so appreciate from the bottom of my heart. And she just has the best energy and I could talk to her for hours. So welcome to the show, Danielle.
0: Thank you for having me. And thank you for that introduction. That was amazing. <laughs> So oh, we like to I love really,
1: to you. <laughs> we like people to feel like we're ushering them in like on like one of those pedestals with like oh. waving them with feathers. That's what we want the entry to feel like.
0: I felt like that. I felt <laughs> like I was just waving to everyone on my amazing <laughs> on my amazing white horse or something. So yeah, yeah exactly. that was gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Danielle, Thank what you. is your sun, moon, and rising? Okay, so my son is Pisces. And then I am double Aquarius. So oh. I am moon Aquarius and I am rising Aquarius. And weirdly enough, I found out only yesterday that Aquarius rising people, they are very tall, have long dark hair and greeny color eyes. And I was like, No. I did
1: that's not know crazy. that.
0: That's I know. She well, found that out I'm, yesterday.
1: Well, and I'm an Aquarius and I am tall mm-hmm. with long dark hair, but I have brown eyes, but I'm not an Aquarius rising. So maybe that's the difference.
0: Maybe that is a difference, but that was a bit crazy. But yeah, I loved actually when I first found out about my moon and my rising sign, because it just made so much sense. I always resonated with being a Pisces. I mean, I'm definitely emotionally led, creative, imaginative, definitely an empath. So all of that really sat well with me, but there were other parts of a Pisces which. Didn't sit as well with me. And soon as I found out that I'm also a lot of Aquarius and I had Deborah Silverman, you know, the amazing astrologer on my podcast, oh, on the yeah. expert podcast, and she was great. And she did my chart for me. And she just said, my chart is just so much air, quite a bit of water teeny teeny bit of fire and like no earth it was just crazy so just like loads of air and water we need to
1: like pull you back down to the ground mm
0: -hmm. we do definitely yeah I'm like
1: all air and fire no water
0: really oh wow a little
1: like a teeny bit of earth teeny tiny
0: (gasps) yeah okay so you're not a
1: I actually do have Pisces in one thing, but I can't remember what it was. I don't know. Saturn or something. I don't even know what that is. But um, I was like, (laughs) I don't know. I was like, maybe the the two times I've cried in my life, maybe that's what it was.
0: Yeah. (laughs) The two times I've cried. That's such an Aquarius thing to say. I love that.
1: (laughs) Okay. What is your favorite face yoga pose of the moment that you are doing on
0: repeat? Oh, good question. I have so many that I love and enjoy. I think my ultimate one is just a really simple massage. So when I've applied my moisturizing serum or products to my skin, I love just using my fingertips and just gently tapping all over my neck and all over my face. It's really good just for helping the product just to penetrate deeper into the skin to really get into that middle layer of skin, particularly if you're using something like a moisturizing serum that can get right into that middle layer of skin. But it's also just great for boosting the circulation, instantly brightens the skin. It's also just really nurturing as well. I just feel like that just gentle touch of our face and a gentle light tapping action, just as something about it where you just go, oh, I can just really relax now. So I think that's always been like my favorite go-to face yoga pose. That's beautiful. And have you ever heard
1: of slapping? (laughs) like just heard about it from someone I had on the podcast and it's like obviously not the same but kind of the same she literally just like slaps her body like everywhere like slaps her arms slaps her chest like obviously not like super aggressive she's like it literally just like wakes you up and wakes up all your systems and it also I guess like Clears kind of like EFT would do, but she, I mean, I wouldn't be slapping my face, but she kind of just like does it all over her body. I'm like, I can see that working. I haven't tried it yet,
0: but I'd love that. I feel like that's a bit of a Qigong thing. Like I've been doing oh, a yeah. bit of Qigong. So, but what I do is rather than slapping, I do like a gentle, loose fist and just sort yes. of like tap yes. over the body. And I sometimes do that sort of chest and around the head as well. And you can do like a gentle version yes. over the face area, but it is, so good just for helping that life force energy that chi that prana so i imagine that's why she's doing with a with a slapping <laughs> action i love using a, a bamboo body tapper for that as well oh, and i yeah, guess that okay. does like the, the same type of thing yes. so yeah okay. i can see where she's coming from i just love yeah. just slapping <laughs> slapping
1: um Speaking of slapping, who is your favorite housewife of the moment? Oh my gosh,
0: that is so tricky. I should have known you were going to ask me this because we are both big, real housewife <laughs> fans. Okay, let me think. Do you know, I love the Beverly Hills. Like, yes. I feel like if I had to watch one, it would be Beverly Hills. And okay. I feel like I was always an Erica Jane fan. Yes. Just because. She's like so different from me, me being a Pisces, you know, I'm so emotionally led and I'm such yeah. an empath, and you know probably the one of my downfalls is I worry too much what people think, and she's the yeah. complete opposite to that. Yes. And then all that craziness went on with her legal stuff and I was like, "Mm,
1: do I trust her? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I I want to believe her, but like, I I think
0: I believe her. I don't know. I I can't quite work it out, but I just love the dynamic of the Beverly Hills and I find each of them so intriguing. And I've just got into the Dubai, Real Housewives of Dubai. So that's only been a few episodes. Loving that. I feel like I like housewives who are just, super different from me so I usually like the ones you know with their massive personalities do massive dramatic things so Oh my gosh! Who's your favorite?
1: Okay, well I can't remember if I told you that I started watching Atlanta from the beginning because I had never That's watched serious. Atlanta. So I'm like obsessed with Nene Leakes right now. She's just so funny and just so oh iconic.
0: <laughs> I love that, particularly in the early days where she was yes. like her and Kim were like yeah, it's out Hardy on for the, the crowd. party. Yes, <laughs> I love that. Yes, because she sort of comes in and out of it, but she's not on the latest series now. So yes. I think she's gone because she sort of went off and. did did loads of amazing stuff in Hollywood and just yes. sort of force your own career out of it. But exactly. yeah, she's a big personality, isn't she? Yeah, For like, sure.
1: Wild. I just love yeah. it. Oh, well, I mean, we should we should just do a whole episode on Housewives one day. Yes, let's <laughs> <I> love
0: that. <laughs> no, we should do so our lovely. own
1: Housewives podcast <gasps> and like
0: analyze yes. them spiritually. <laughs> Oh my God. That would literally be amazing.
1: <laughs> you guys DM us and let us know if you would listen to
0: it. <laughs> we should so do this.
1: <laughs> okay, okay. Before we dive into everything else, I know you did like a somatic healing today. And I, I think mm. I know the gist of what somatic healing is. And I think there's different kinds of it, but can you explain a little bit about it and how it works?
0: Yeah. So I mean, by no means am I an expert on somatic experience or somatic healing therapy. So today I did a session and I probably haven't had a session for about four years. I used to go and do it really regularly, but I just felt really cool to reach out to the therapist that I was seeing and just to go back and do it again. And it's really amazing because it's just about starting to get more into our body and be less in our head, less in our mind. And it's about just allowing parts of us to speak to us and for us to speak to those parts. So it's very much body-based. And interestingly, when I went and saw the amazing therapist that does it today, she said that she, over the last few years, she's been doing a lot of IFS, so I think it's called Internal Family Systems. And it's about, have you heard of this? Yes. I've only heard about it the last few weeks. It's weird when something just comes on your radar a few times. And it's about speaking to certain parts of you. So today I was speaking a lot about like womb issues. So womb healing issues, I've been having a few hormonal um, issues. I had an infection in my womb at the beginning of the year. So I sort of went because I really wanted to delve deeper into that with the somatic healing and the somatic experience to sort of speak to that area and start to understand what was going on. Solar plexus work in that area. And she said, let's actually do a bit of IFS with that. And it was really interesting because I was speaking to different parts of me. So like the inner child part of me, the sort of divine goddess part of me, um, the very sort of ancestral part of me. Um, it was really interesting and really deep. And it was so good. That I feel like I could have stayed there for hours. So I'm going to see her once a month now. And I'm really excited because I feel like it's going to delve much deeper into sort of hormonal, sacral stuff that I want to work through. But I know that there's other parts of me which are going to really experience a lot of positivity from it as well.
1: Yeah. I just think even just acknowledging those parts of ourselves, like how often are we like just going through our day and we don't even acknowledge the kind of like different versions of ourselves that we're walking with every day and that are the actual parts of us that are making our decisions. We're not like acknowledging them.
0: It's so, so true. And as I was doing the work today, I just had this such strong feeling that I wasn't just doing it for me. I was also doing it for sort of generations of women in my family before me and also generations in front of me. And I've got two daughters and in particularly, you know, going into a lot of sort of like womb issues and sacral issues. You realize how much you're starting to do the healing work for the future generations, particularly children who have obviously grown in your womb area. So it felt sort of bigger than me as I was doing it. But also I came out of that session just thinking, oh my goodness, everyone needs to do this work. And I just felt a bit of sadness as well, just knowing that there's so many women out there particularly because I felt very connected to to women and other women as I was doing that work just thinking there's so many other women out there that are so disconnected from their womb or their womb space and from their sacral chakra and I just really felt like I just wanted to pass this on to everybody and and, and sort of tell everybody about this experience and just tell everyone that we can heal and we can be the amazing divine goddess that, that we all deserve to be
1: Yes. And I find it really interesting too, that you, I know you also been having like throat chakra issues lately, Mm -hmm. and I find that they're so connected. Like the two chakras that I am always working on. The reason I even started this work were sacral and throat. And even though, you know, I've healed layers of them, there's still so much more. And it's just interesting because they're so connected about like our worthiness in our sacral chakra and then how we express ourselves with our throat chakra and they need to be so aligned. But if we're, we haven't cleared properly, they're not aligned.
0: Absolutely. And I've really realized that connection. I did some amazing training in crystal sound bowl healing at the beginning of the year. And there was a really great sound therapist that came on and did a part of the training and she made us use our voices a lot. And then she showed us these diagrams of the anatomy of our throat And our voice box and that whole area. And then the anatomy of the female sort of genitalia and ovaries and and womb area. And they were almost identical pictures. It was unbelievable how, yeah, how similar the two were. And she said for women, it's really common to have sort of sacral and throat issues. And for me, throat chakra issues has always been a thing that I've had right. to work on. Ever since I've been younger, I've been really prone to throat infections yes. and tonsillitis. A- I've had
1: tosylitis yeah. so many times. Oh and
0: my like- gosh. Yes. Yeah. I've, it's I've just- always
1: had that. And I, I, even now, like I know when I'm starting to like over push myself, I immediately feel it in my throat. Like that's the first place I realize it.
0: Same, exactly the same as me. And it's so interesting when you think that you sort of work through, because I was like, I almost became a bit complacent about the throat hair. I was like, I've done all the work on that. You know, I've cleared all the blockages in there. I understand it all. And then last week, I was just hit from nowhere with this pharyngitis, which is such a bad, painful throat. And I was like, okay there's still some work to do. There's still some healing to do. And actually in today's somatic session, it was really interesting because I was talking to her about almost like layers of the onion that we have to just keep yeah. working through and she was saying in in the IFS that she um that she teaches a lot now she was saying it's almost looking at like clothes of a garlic so she said almost about like different parts of us so rather than peeling back layer after layer oh, start to speak to certain parts of us and actually start to work through that so like I said you know like the inner child or that divine feminine or you know there's a protector within us or a, there might be like a troll within us or all these different parts of us Our and actually speaking to them yeah it's yes. really interesting and speaking to them asking what they want to tell us you know what we have to heal from with them or from them and it's yeah and that was really really eye-opening for me today but yeah I feel like there's a lot of women like us who it's it's throat and sacral that yes.
1: this just so- is a
0: continuous healing process
1: Yes. have you done toning no, it's a little, you talked about like making sound and how that affects us. Yeah. One thing that I do, and I actually put that, I put this on the app too, is there's a little toning practice, but basically like all you need to do is like get into a meditative state and then like ask your higher self to send you the vibration that you need. And you just like breathe in and see what sound comes out. And it's mm-hmm. interesting. Cause mine is always like, when I, I, uh really need to calm myself down my mm-hmm. body will just automatically do it now and it's like it's I'll, I'll do I'll do mine for you guys Do so sound yeah example. <laughs> but it's I'll, I'll, it takes a minute but I'll do a shorter version but okay. it's like
0: mm, mm. <laughs> oh, Wow <laughs> that's gorgeous. And it it
1: just, I'll do that three times and I'll feel like a completely different person
0: gosh, that is amazing. I so mean, you should just that. try. So
1: everyone listening, yeah. Danielle, you too, like have a bath today. Or if you guys yep. are on the app on the rituals of a Chakra app, I actually have, it's called toning tutorial. And I, I just kind of walk you through it in a little meditation, but just see what comes out of you. And sometimes it's words. Like I've had it before or, where it's like actual words that I have no idea what they mean. And it's, it's really interesting
0: that's great I'm gonna try that actually my acupuncturist last week so I went to see her when I had this really bad throat infection she said in the car on the way home she said I just want you to say everything that you want to say you know no one's going to hear you. you can just say it out loud as much as you want to and it was really interesting like It was like all this anger was coming out. And I was like, wow, I wasn't expecting to feel that, you know, like I, I barely ever use like swear words, for example, And there was like swear words coming out and everything. I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. When you give yourself that permission just to speak and say, and like you say, make sounds or tones or noises. It's such a release. And I think that we all need to make space for that release. Because I think particularly as women, we've been taught from quite a young age just to like quieten down a little bit and, you know, speak in a polite, calm way. So we need to allow ourselves space just to, make the noise that we need to make. Totally.
1: And like, we, when you think of how powerful sound healing is, like listening to the bowls and everything, like when that's actually coming from your body and you're, you know, actually allowing it to vibrate through your own vocal cords, it, yeah. I really think it does make a difference.
0: Absolutely. I agree.
1: Well, on that note, I would love to know if there are any good throat chakra face yoga poses.
0: Yeah, there's lots that you can do. And one of the first things I would just really recommend is actually something which I started to really incorporate into my face yoga practice probably about a year and a half ago or so when I I did my Reiki one and two training. And what I do is I access sort of Reiki energy. So it's really simple. You can just Um, imagine a really healing white light coming from high, high up, as high as you can possibly imagine, going through the top of your head, down your outside of your neck area, down your arms and into your hands, and just visualize that white light coming out of your hands. Sometimes you can even sort of feel that energy. And then just lightly place the hands over the front of the neck area. Now you may want to do it quite low down where the collarbone is, you may find it's the middle, you may find it's nearer the top. And first of all, just really connect to that area and just visualize that really healing light, healing what it needs to. And it might want to heal something aesthetically. So straight away, you may want to sort of visualize your neck looking toned or lines reducing, or maybe like a double chin toning up. And it might be just like a visualization. You may want to visualize that white light just surrounding the whole neck area. And you may just want to simply just breathe and relax into it, but just start off doing that. That's really great for the throat chakra. If it just naturally starts to move into the blue color, which of course we know for the throat chakra is hugely powerful, then you can visualize that blue color. So that's really, really lovely to do. And then any of the neck face yoga exercises are just really good for helping to align the throat chakra. So even the tapping that I talked about at the beginning, so sort of just tapping all the way, way over the neck area is really great and really great for just activating that area. I really love one which is really good for helping to tone up the muscles in the front of the neck from an aesthetic point of view but it's also great for the throat chakra. You just gently tilt the neck back and obviously take care if you do have any neck issues. You bring your lips together and then you just bring your tip of the tongue up and down towards the roof of the mouth, about a rate of one per second. So it's really toning up those muscles, but you really start to feel that activation as well. And as you do that, if you want to visualize either that healing white light around the neck area all that color blue in whichever part of the neck or the throat feels comfortable for you, you can do that. I also love just gentle yoga movements for the neck. So even just bringing the chin towards the chest and just moving the neck from side to side, sort of in like a little half circle. And then if your neck feels comfortable to do so, just gently moving all the way around in a circle and going the other way as well. And even just relaxing the shoulders a little bit. So rolling the shoulders round the back is really, really helpful. When we've got a lot of tension and blockage around that throat chakra area, we tend to sort of hunch our shoulders. We tend to just sort of start to bring our chin too far down towards the chest. And if you sort of even do that at the moment, you can start to feel how you get almost like that. Build up of skin around that area, you start to feel creasing at the front of the neck. But as soon as you relax your shoulders and just start to open up around the top of the shoulders, you lift up your chin a little bit because most of us are so used to just squeezing our chin down, particularly when we're using phones. You just open that area up a little bit. That's going to help to reduce lines and wrinkles in that area, but also help with the throat chakra. And lastly, I would say anything which is helping to release jaw tension. Yes. I was going
1: to ask about that. That's like, (laughs) that is my, so that's one of the major symptoms I have from my like throat chakra stuff too. And probably Mm -hmm. like, I would say once every like six months, I just, am I like my teeth hurt? I'm clenching so hard
0: yeah it's so so common and interestingly it's so related to our sacral area and our room space yes. area as well um often when we even just from a sort of like a yoga point of view not even sort of from a spiritual point of view but from a yoga point of view often when we've got tension in our hips we find that the jaw mirrors that and vice versa as well so anything that's hip opening could really help with the jaw area too but massaging the jaw is so important and i'm the same as you it, it's really the area where I can hold the most tightness in my face and interestingly as I was doing a lot of sacral healing in the somatic session today I could feel the jaw area almost like pain in that area it was just starting to build up and build up and I realized how connected it is but certainly just little things like two fingers and thumb and just gently pinching into the jaw area, so you've got your thumb just under your jawbone and two fingers just above the jawbone, and you're just pinching gently upwards. And then when you get to the ear area, and you can do that a few times. You just take your index finger, and there'll be a little indentation just at the top of your jawbone, just behind your ear. And often, if you press into that point and you do hold a lot of jaw tension, it can feel quite tender. So just go gentle with it and be quite intuitive. So maybe you want to massage in a circular action, maybe. you want to wiggle a little bit maybe you want to just press that area but definitely working with any of the jaw release techniques i mean if you go on my youtube channel which is called face yoga expert there are literally hundreds if not thousands probably by now um videos on there on different parts of the face so there's loads of jaw techniques on there there's loads of really good neck techniques so all of that's really going to help with your throat chakra
1: Beautiful. And I always say yoga is the gateway drug to spirituality and like spirituality Mm -hmm. is the gateway drug to awakening. And I know last time time on the podcast, we talked about your spiritual journey and how that turned into you becoming the face yoga expert. Uh, I want to go and one step deeper now and talk about your awakening story. And when that kind of came, I know a lot of people awakened a little bit deeper once 2020 happened, but what did that kind of look like for you?
0: yeah so I'd say my first sort of I would call it more a wellness awakening was definitely when I was 21 I got diagnosed with ME so it basically affected actually interesting a lot my throat and glands but also huge fatigue a lot of pain in my muscles and I was bedridden for almost a year and that's when I first got into yoga and lots of different holistic therapies and then of course I healed myself which was amazing fully healed myself within 18 months and then that's when I trained in in yoga and relaxation and face massage and nutrition and all the things that I've been teaching ever since so that was probably like a wellness awakening for me and that was a real like you say like the gateway drug into the next step but actually I would say that there's been multiple awakenings since but I'd say that there's definitely been quite a few from sort of end of 2019 to now. So I remember quite clearly, and I don't know if I said this to you on, on the last podcast that we were together on or not, but I remember in December 2019, I think it was a day after Christmas and I had like this huge feeling in my body. And talking about somatic. It was a huge somatic feeling. And I sort of started to feel that I was crying and I was like, oh my goodness, what is this? And it was like I'd had this message that 2020 is going to be... A a huge shift and I and I felt a lot of fear with that actually and I thought oh my goodness what is this and my husband's like what's wrong I said 2020 is going to be a life-changing year for everyone on earth and he was like what he was like you don't want to put that out there to the universe so I said like, no it's <laughs> going to be massive and I said it's going to be what to do with health and I don't know what it is but it's to do with health so it's like I I think that's when I really woke up to realizing that I have a lot of spirit guides around me and there were messages being given to me and I think that from then I was doing a lot of um, EFT tapping around that time as well so I think that really helped to wake up a lot of um, parts of me in many ways and then as 2020 went, went forward and of course all the challenges that came with that I think there was lots of Lots of awakenings and interesting for me, my awakenings tend to come through physical health, through physical health ailments. So never anything super serious, you know, thank goodness it's nothing ever too bad. But definitely for me, it can be a series of either little ailments or, you know, I get struck down with something temporarily. Um, Obviously, the longest time is when I was 21 and I had something quite bad for a year, but maybe it might be just for a few weeks or a month. And then it's like it's my body sign or the universe has given me the sign or my spirit guides are giving me the sign to actually just go a bit deeper, to awaken a little bit more. And that's what I've found that I've had. And I've definitely had over the last couple of years, multiple what I call dark nights of the soul as well. So really getting... Really low and feeling, oh my goodness, this is like, how can you feel any lower? This is really like not good. This is really not me. But knowing whilst I'm going through that, almost like my soul's able to look at that and go, whilst I'm going through it, like, oh, hang on a minute, you're going through this for a reason. Just roll with it for a bit because it's going to get you deeper and you're going to move deeper. So I feel like now I'm at the point where I've never been more in touch and more connected with my soul. I've never been more connected with spirit guides and the universe around me as a whole. But I feel like my work isn't yet done. Going back to the layers of the onion or even the bulbs of the garlic, whichever way you want to talk about it, there's still... A lot more going to happen and I think even just sort of hormonal stuff that's come up for me over the well not come up necessarily but come to the forefront of of my mind and my body over the last sort of month or two and even the throat chakra stuff last week you know even though those things just enable me to go a little bit deeper and understand what life is really about, and it's almost like I need those little like shocks through physical health yeah. to wake up and say, "Hang on a minute, what matters and, yeah. and what's important," and to really wake up to all that matters is well, is love, is exactly. our soul. You know, that's all that's that matters.
1: Really, it's so simple. It's like it's Why so do I simple. You this like every single day. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. So it really is like it. It seems like it's it's like a very deep clairsentience, which is one of the, yeah. and I, I, maybe it's cause I have no water in my chart, but <laughs> I'm like, I don't like, I don't feel anything, but yeah. So I, I wonder if it is, you know, part of that is because of that Pisces energy. Um, yeah. Did you, so is this something that you kind of, so it's like, you get the physical Q. You're kind of like mm-hmm. using it as like a GPS to find the, the shadow and the healing. So what does yeah. that process look like for you? Like you so like you feel the, the physical sensation, and
0: then mm-hmm. what do you do next? Well, actually, I think what comes next is a lot of frustration. Yeah. So I feel like I'm almost stuck in like that 4D place sometimes. Yes. So you know that place where I'm like, oh why does this have to happen to me? Why do I have to have a throat infection? Why do I have to have a womb infection? Like, this is not fair. Why can't I just, you know, carry on with my life as normal? Because I know that not only is that just making me pause and rest those those physical ailments for a moment, but it's going to make me just go a little bit deeper again and just start to do a little bit more work again. So there's always that like, yeah, I guess that 4D fear, if that makes sense, first that's what comes first yeah and then I go through the process of healing and usually that just comes from a little bit of surrendering a little bit of resting and a little bit of letting go and obviously putting in any sort of physical support that will help it so it might be some yoga or supplements or acupuncture or whatever it might be that I need to support my body through a transition and then when I've done that I'm then able to go okay so why are you here you know, asking that that ailment or that pain. You know, why are you here? And I definitely hear the answers. So, for example, if I was to go to my throat and ask, "Why are you here?" and it might be a simple answer, saying, "Because you need to rest more, Danielle." Simple as that. Sometimes it's it's a really gentle voice, but I can always speak to it, and I hear the answers. So it's definitely a feeling that it starts off with and then I'm able to understand it and then I'm able to speak to it and then hear the answer. And then I feel like I can do whatever needs doing to, to work through it or at least start working through it. And then I feel like I can move into that more sort of like 5D space of surrender and accepting and, and knowing that I'm always at peace and that I'm unconditional love. So it's a bit of a process that isn't always comfortable to be honest with you, but yeah, I definitely have a combination of. Do you say clear sen- sentience is when yeah. you feel it, and then is it clear audience when you you hear you can hear it? Yeah, yeah. So a combination of the two, depending on what stage I'm I'm at within that process. Mm.
1: And it's it's I I love how you described it as. Cause it really is like going through a mini awakening every time because you, you feel it in your physical 3d body and then you go through the 4d ego, why me? And then you're like, okay, fine. I'll go to the 5d. I got to give love to this and I can, and then you actually heal it in the
0: five, the fifth dimension. So true. Exactly that and i think that
1: could work with emotional things too like if people weren't you know if people aren't necessarily for myself i'm i'm not i don't necessarily get like the physical cues it's more like an emotional thing or like kind of like an ego thing or something with a relationship or something like that, any kind of like shadow. And it totally goes through those same, those same steps. And we're having these like mini clearings and mini awakenings and slowly and slowly integrating all the shadows. And I think that's why right now people really are going through it because like there's a lot of work to do right now, right before things really can ascend forever. Everyone.
0: Absolutely. And I think the last few years have been so polarizing in general. Yeah. I think that there's so many more people that whether they like it or not have gone through Dark Nights of the Soul and then have awakened either for the first time Or they have experienced multiple new awakenings like I have. And it sounds like you have as well. And then I think there's also um, in the complete opposite, more and more of humanity that have gone more into a fear mindset and living much more in fear. So it's been, I think it's been really, it's been quite interesting to watch actually about how, how, yeah, I guess polarizing is the word really. Yeah. Totally. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Cause it's, it's almost like there were, it's like, there's two different paths and I feel like, and what they say, and by they, I mean like, you know, psychics everywhere and Mm -hmm. like the, the big gurus of the world are really saying that, the global awakening is going to be like a branching off into two different societies and there are going to be people that stay in the third dimension and they're going to be fine and happy on their own living you know the way they're living right now and then people that are in that fifth dimensional space it might be a little harder for them at the beginning to create this this new earth and this new society but they'll end up you know Way
0: happier and like living in alignment with their souls. Definitely. And I think if anyone listening is feeling that they're going that way I think the only thing I would definitely say is just like no it isn't always easy but exactly. no it's worth it exactly you know, that's what it this. is
1: we talked about this when I was recently on your podcast yeah. where we were like do you ever sometimes just wish you were not awake and that you were yes. just blind to everything the answer is yes I wish that yes but it
0: would be so much easier yeah, when
1: I, I think when I'm in that like 4d ego stage like fear stage of each mini awakening is when I'm feeling that. But once you get to the other side of it, you're like, oh, thank goodness. Like it yes. turned out way better.
0: I wonder if that's why we both love Real Housewives. Cause I wonder if it's like a bit of respite for us. Oh, 100%. Like, I always Because it allows I... you just go straight back into that sort of like 3d and just exactly. really like love it and just it really is. like gorge on that for a minute. Exactly. You know?
1: And I tell, I always say that like, it's my opportunity to like turn my brain off. And I think, but I think it also has this like manifestation element of like the luxury side of things. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to like tune into the luxury and I'm going to like use their like chaos to just like shut everything else off.
0: Yeah, it's so true. And I think you need that as well, because I think it can be a bit overwhelming if you're always doing the work on yourself and you're always trying to stay present. And like, sometimes you need to just literally lie on the sofa, watch Real Housewives and eat some ice cream and just go, yeah, that is what I need today. And actually I think that that is yeah, it is like a bit of respite, isn't it? It's so important. And I, I I think that I'll always have that part of me. Like I don't aspire to let that go, really. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I really don't aspire. If, if being ascended means you don't watch Real Housewives, then I'll stay right where I am.
0: <laughs> same, exactly the same. <laughs> maybe in another lifetime, maybe we'll come back in another lifetime and hate reality TV, but maybe, in this lifetime- right Maybe time,
1: we'll come back- We'll come back in another lifetime as housewives.
0: <gasps> Maybe we will. <laughs> I don't think the, my, the Pisces in me could cope with the drama though. I yeah. would literally, they, they would flatter me in minutes. I feel <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so
1: funny. Well, while we're talking about awakening, why don't you share some yoga poses to open the third eye chakra?
0: Yes, I love that. So a really simple one, and actually sometimes the simple ones are most effective... You can just take your index finger and you can just place it on that third eye. So just between the eyebrows and you just hold there and you breathe for about 30 seconds and you don't need to do anything particularly fancy with it. So you don't need to even visualize color there. If you don't want to, you just simply press. And then after about 30 seconds, you just massage in a little circular action about 30 seconds, and then you can just massage in the other direction, about 30 seconds. And then you can take two fingers, so index finger and middle finger, and you can just tap on that area. And that really just helps to activate, balance, open the third eye. But what it's also doing from an aesthetic point of view is it's helping to relax a muscle between the eyebrows. It's called the procerus muscle. And we hold so much tension in this muscle. And it's a really overused muscle as well. And that's why we get those sort of like number 11 lines in that area because we tend to sort of hold a lot of emotion in there. We tend to pull that area in too much. And then over time as we have a a natural reduction in the production of our collagen and elastin in our skin we find that those lines don't bounce back as quickly as they might have once when we were perhaps in our teens or in our 20s so we start to see those lines there so the more you can relax that area and the more that you can teach that area just to stay really balanced really open and just not overuse it in a in a sort of stress response and and, and do stress um, expressions the better so it's also really nice if you make a little hook with your index finger and you use sort of the knuckle of the finger and you just massage from the top of the nose up to the hairline and again that just helps to really relax that muscle helps just to activate the third eye there as well so the lovely thing about face yoga is you're working often on chakras you're often working with your wellness as well you're working with acupressure points you're doing it very much from an aesthetic point of view but also if you go into something um look down the lines of something like traditional chinese medicine there's certain areas of the face related to certain organs in our body so that area that we're talking about there is very much related to the liver so if we're holding a lot of anger we can often um really find that that area can feel painful maybe we can get spots in that area maybe we can get more lines in that area so starting just to work to gently massage that area can be really helpful or using a gua sha or a roller on that area a crystal roller on that area can be really great as well and often you know if you're holding a lot of liver particularly a lot of um, anger in particularly in your liver area as you're massaging that area that third eye area it tends to get red quite quickly so I definitely notice that certain particularly certain times in the month you know if I'm massaging this area or using the gua sha on that area if it comes up red very quickly then it's often um, related to anger and in traditional Chinese medicine it is very much um, the liver where we store a lot of our anger so that area is so powerful and so worth just working on on a daily basis
1: Mm, I just, I was doing the massage while you were talking and within like 20 seconds, my body just took a deep breath and a deep <sighs> exhale. And I was like, Ooh, I released something there, but I'm curious about the getting red. I feel like I get red, like my entire face gets red the second I start massaging
0: it. Interesting. So, I mean, that could be a few things that could be just a really great thing that you'll just bring all the fresh blood with the nutrients and oxygen up to the skin surface or it could be that there's a lot of heat in your body so going back oh, to the traditional chinese is. medicine yeah, yeah, probably, there might be a lot. do you have acupuncture or see a, a chinese um, medicine practitioner I at all
1: don't, but mm-hmm. I, oh, I don't
0: even i mean i don't even know if there is one in this tiny town i'm living in now <laughs> but i should uh, definitely look into that definitely because i know for me and particularly actually if you're quite prone to throat infections or throat issues you can be holding a lot of heat in your body and that's always um, when I go and have acupuncture, she always says that I hold a lot of damp heating in my body. So uh, yeah. yeah, you know, so definitely again, if you've got fire in your chart as well, you yeah. might find that yeah, All you fire. get quite redder. <laughs> and my do- that's
1: probably and, why. Yes. And my dosha is definitely pitta. Yes.
0: Yes. Yeah. So, okay. That's, that's really interesting. Yeah. My, well, is my dosha is I did a, a lovely um, Ayurveda consultation with, um, with someone. And she said that I'm, um, I'm mostly Pitta. Oh, I'm getting a block now. What are the others? So we've got Pitta. Vata?
1: I feel like you vata. love Vata. Yeah. It's like yeah. the, it's like the thin, tall. Yeah. yeah,
0: exactly. So she said that I am naturally very much a Vata, but I've also got quite a lot of Pitta. So you can have like, I think she calls it, um, it's like a dual dosha. So you right. have sort of a bit of both. Yeah. And actually when I'm going more into like my stress response, I'm doing too much. Like maybe I'm working too hard and I go too much into my pitta, but actually my body thrives much better when I'm in my vata. And I've literally got none of the, of the kappa, kappa. Yeah, kappa. I don't do the yeah. earth. In the like earth literally long. like nothing of that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So you've taught so many people now how to become face yoga experts.
0: What is new in your business? What is next for you? Well, something which is definitely only happened for me in the last few months, but without a doubt has come from a a soul place is a new business, which I've started, which is actually called soul purpose business. And it's about helping women who have a soul purpose business or want to start a soul purpose business to really grow their business and brand in a very conscious and soulful way. And the reason I wanted to do this, well, there was a few reasons. Firstly, it was very much intuition led. So I just had this feeling that was getting stronger and stronger. Danielle, you need to teach people what you've done and and what you know. So I definitely had that. But because I've trained so many women to be face yoga teachers, um, and a few men, but mostly women, they were asking me more more questions, you know, Danielle. How do I start to grow on social media? Or how do I get in the press? Or how do I write a book? Or how do I establish myself as a brand? How do I get clients? How do I fill up my yoga classes? And all these questions were coming to me, particularly when I was doing sort of the um, at the end of teacher training, you do a, a short practical exam. And I don't do all of them now. We have wonderful super trainers that do most of it, but I still do a few of them. And I was finding these questions were coming up more and more. And many of our teachers were messaging me asking the same question and I just thought you know what this needs to be a course this needs to be something which I can really teach not only people who have done my previous trainings but any women woman who's got a business and wants to do it in a different way because I think for years and years I really tried to shy away from the fact that I wanted to do business very differently Um, I remember very early in my business reading books of like I don't know if you know Dragon's Den. We have it here yes. in the UK. Yeah, yeah, like, drag- like people that have been on like Dragon's Den, you know, they're like the experts or all the investors on, on Dragon's yeah. Den and reading like these like middle-aged like white guys that have written these books about like their businesses where they have like high-rise buildings and like, and, like all this. So I was reading all this for years and just going, is this what business should be like? Okay, well. Not- I know. I know. I it's know like and all the
1: rules and the investors. And yeah. Like- and the P&Ls. And like, <laughs> it's <laughs> that,
0: just so icky for me. And I was just like, no, surely yeah. there's another way. And I think it kept me really small for years because I had this thought that if you want to be successful in business, if you want to make great money, if you want to have a make a really big impact in the world, then that's the way business has to be. So I need to just stay small and I need to just be teaching my clients and that's it. And then I started to, particularly over the last sort of five or six years, I started to go, okay, I'm going to own the fact that I can run a successful business. I can make the money that I want to make, but I can do this in a way where if I want to have a bath on a Tuesday afternoon, I can do that. If I want to go to acupuncture on a Thursday morning, then I can do that. You can actually... You can be wealthy, but you can be healthy as well. You don't need to be working these 18 hour days that is really celebrated, particularly in a lot of those old school business books. And I thought, you know what, this is the way I'm doing business. And the more and more I was stepping into that, and the more and more I was saying, okay, so when I work, I'm going to do work that makes an impact and makes a difference. And the more I was starting to say, okay, and I can delegate things I'm not so good at to other people and other sort of members of my team. and I can really just take this at a pace that works well in me and I can still be a mother to my children and spend time with them and soon as I was doing this, my business was doing better and better. And the more that I was saying no to, probably 90% of things that were coming forward to me and actually just saying yes to things that just really lit me up and made me excited, I found that my business is growing. Mm. And as I was doing that, I was thinking, there are so many women that need to know this. And of course, now, you know, there are lots of amazing business coaches um, within the wellness industry, Within the spiritual industry that are teaching this, and I just find it so, um, I find it so inspiring. I find it so fascinating. And there's a part of me going, okay, well, there's a lot of people out there doing that. Should I do this? Because of course, I was used to starting a business and a brand, um, particularly with a face yoga, which was pretty much uncharted territory at the time. You know, so I was very much a, a forefront and a leader. In that, and I knew that I would be going into an industry that already had a lot of really successful people, really successful coaches but because i feel such a, so at peace with it i know that the people who are coming to me and coming to want to train with me and do my courses are the people who are my soulmate clients yes. and there's enough to go around for everyone and it doesn't matter even if there are there are millions of people doing exactly the same thing as me and it's been amazing actually so i've got a gorgeous group of women that are with me every week over the over the next well we're nearly halfway through but a 10-week course I've been doing um which is great an hour and a half a week and we've really just been delving into Everything that I have used and I have known to grow my brand and to grow my business, and it's going to be relaunching as a self-study course on September thirteenth. So there's such great value in there, and I really just want it to be for for women that know that they can look after themselves, they can have self-care, they don't have to be working long hours, but they deserve to make great money. So we're working through lots of money mindset blocks. Mm -hmm. And we are also doing lots of practical strategies on how to grow social media, how to make a course, how to write a book, how to get on the press and TV, you know, how to get lots of clients, how to get um, lots of customers for your products. So we're working on that practical side of things, but it is all very much intuition led. And um, the women that are doing it with me, many of them are face yoga teachers or gua sha teachers that I've trained, but many of them are yoga teachers or they work in the wellness industry in other ways. And I feel so honoured, particularly when I see that many of them are Really well established business women in their own right already. So I feel really honored that they are, you know, wanting to hear what I say and, and what I do. And it's been an interesting experience for me as well, because you know, every time that I teach this, I do it from a, a very much a soul place. But then there's that part of me, and I guess it's that being sometimes getting stuck in that 4D place again where I finish it and I think, was I enough? Was yes. that okay? did they enjoy
1: it? It's almost like, I feel like I need their reassurance. After. Yes, I know. Well, I so I, don't, I, so I actually, well, first off, I want to say congrats on that. Cause that's amazing. Thank and the you. world needs it. And now more than ever people, I think so many more people are awakening to the fact that their soul came here with a mission and it's to yeah. heal other people or to support other people. And they're wanting to start businesses. So, you know, and everyone, yeah, there's a lot of people doing it, but they're going to resonate with, People that they feel connected to and. What was I going to say on that? Oh, yeah. I, so I don't know. So this is what I used to do. And I actually retired from this two
0: years yeah, I ago. Know. So, yes.
1: Yeah. So, so, so if anyone is listening and wants business coaching, go to Danielle because I don't do it anymore. Um, but no, and I, I, but I was going to say, I remember that feeling and being like, but then there's so many shadows that you're going to unco- uncover from doing yeah. this work. And then be like, oh, wow, I have a worthiness thing. Or wow, I really felt the need for validation there. Or like, You know, I felt like through helping people in this way, it was such a mirror for me as well. So it's like, it's such a fascinating journey
0: it's such a fascinating journey and I've realized that I've become almost so complacent when it comes to my teachings of face yoga because I've done it for so long now and I've reached so many people you know on such a large scale it's almost like I don't need validation in fact if people come and say I don't like what you're doing I almost don't care because I'm like well there's millions of people who do like it and I and I don't and I go into everything I do so if someone says you know Danielle can you come and present on on face yoga for a couple of hours for us like I'll walk out of that knowing I've done a good job because I've had so much I guess validation in the past of people saying you've done a great job you've done a great job with that that I've got that already but now doing something in some ways is very new for me of course I'm so used to teaching and and teaching courses and doing trainings you know that's something I've been doing ever since the very very beginning of my business to be honest it's interesting how those thoughts and feelings come up and like you say you know, there's there's more work to do again yes. for me you another, know saying okay that's really garlic yeah <laughs> another garlic bowl to deal yeah. <laughs> with but it's great and it's been really lovely for me actually Good. because I've realized something that I don't ever do is just take a bit of time to actually say okay so why did I do well in that part of my business or how yeah. did I do that because often you just do it and yeah. you don't actually go okay when well, how did I build that YouTube following or how yeah. did I start that podcast you know you never really just do it so it's been great for me to almost like compartmentalize it in some ways and put it into like little sort of boxes but um isn't it interesting how it's something that you've like you've retired from now and like you've moved into a completely different direction it's something I've been called to do so strongly this year
1: yes yes, I so interesting on the timings totally and I think a lot of people are Like, I feel like there's a business in that itself. And I'm actually like, have been doing like one-off consulting calls for people who have been saying like, I feel like I'm not aligned with my business and I want to do something totally different. And that's like, that in itself is so scary. And I feel like the people who, the people who never had a business before are now like, I want to start a business. And the people who had a business are like, I need to go even deeper into my alignment. Yes. And sometimes it's a little shift, sometimes it's a big shift, but I just think whats ha- it's just all awakening and awakening and deeper and deeper and deeper and the world's going through it together.
0: I agree, definitely.:
1: Well, I'm so happy for you and excited for this new journey. Thank you so much for sharing everything with us. You know I could talk to you for hours, but I know it's late where you are, so
0: I've got um, to put my little girls to bed. We've got yes. spelling, spellings homework to do, math homework to do.. <laughs>
1: Well, I'm honored that you spent some time with me this evening. Oh, it's
0: always a pleasure.
1: Yes, Danielle. Thank you so, so much. You guys make, let us everyone know where they can find you.
0: Yeah. So for everything face yoga, you can go to faceyogaexpert.com. You can follow me on Instagram, faceyogaexpert, TikTok faceyogaexpert. Um, I'm on Facebook, the faceyogaexpert and YouTube faceyogaexpert. And for business coaching, it is yoursoulpurposebusiness.com and also Instagram page there, which is Business, and same for Facebook and TikTok as well. So worth following both pages and, checking out both websites. So the sole purpose business website is your sole purpose business. So just make sure you put the your on the the beginning of that.
1: Okay. And we'll link you guys to everything in the show notes. So Thanks again, Danielle. And thanks everyone for listening. Check out all things Danielle. Oh, and you also have a freebie for us.
0: I do. Yes. A free neck lifting guide. So it's a lovely face yoga PDF and it's got five key neck lifting techniques that you have to do. Great for throat chakra, yeah. but also great if you want to lift and tone your neck area around your jaw area, reduce turkey net, double chin, all of those things. Um, so the link will be, I think in your show notes. And you can also just sign up for my newsletter there and I do weekly tips and techniques and loads of goodies and freebies and every week I'm putting out podcasts and blogs and YouTube so loads of free stuff that you can um you can go and check out
1: you are a content machine I'm (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so okay everyone thank you so much for listening and we will catch you guys next week bye